1: Cooper, and it's time for a TSS fantasy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's Commissioner Cooper, and it's time.
3: How the fuck you got me up this damn early, (laughs) Jason? It's time.
4: that's
1: right ladies and gentlemen it's commissioner cooper and it's time for tss fantasy yeah (laughs) that sounds like i just woke up from a nap kind of yeah welcome to the studio all right we got a busy show tonight champs or chumps very exciting one indeed so let's get the introduction started Welcome to the studio, Nick. I just woke up and need some iced coffee. You got Flandered Macaronis.
4: Yes, it is me, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Welcome to the show. Big show tonight. But before you go and view the show, make sure you go to tssfantasy.com. Check out our merchandise. We got shirts. We got hats. We got mugs. We got beanies. It is Christmas time, and I am tired, but I am ready to go.
1: All right. Well, we appreciate you muscling through indeed, Mr. Flanders. Also, let's welcome to the studio our paid professional, Dr. Jeffrey Miller.
0: Welcome to the studio. Gentlemen, it's great to be here. Coming up today on The House Call, I'm going to once again remind everybody listening who not to select with your number one draft pick
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're get we're getting around to that discussion once again i you know i talked about that last night when we brought it up I Was like we've been talking about this since way in the summer how funny is that all right so again don't forget we are the fantasy show of the people go to tssfantasy.com you can check out all of our current rankings we have them out now they are early might need to adjust a little bit as we go along but They are up there ready for you to go, so don't forget to check that out. Also, don't forget there's a link for Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. Check out all of our great podcasts on there, from wrestling to racing, basketball. We got it all. We got you covered. Everybody on there um, got some great shows on there. Also, on the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network, don't forget to wake up Belly Up on Sundays as well, and speaking of that, we got champs or chumps tonight. One of our guests tonight is actually from our Wake Up Belly Up sports lineup on Fourth and Four. Zach, he's also with the Gridiron Gallery tonight, so that's going to be exciting. He faces Wes, who uh, he's the owner of Fantasy Impact Today, so he's got a couple shows with that. Also, Pigskin Winners, he's also on that show as well. I'll let them plug that later, though, because they're way better at that better than than I am. So we'll definitely appreciate them coming in tonight. Guys, don't forget to wake up with us on Sundays. We are the fantasy show of the people. All right, let's get things started. Like I said, we got our paid professional in here, so I don't want to keep running up the bill. Let's welcome Dr. Miller's house call.
0: So, I had in one of my leagues the number one pick this season. And last year, you had in one of your leagues the number one pick. Mm-hmm. And we both selected CMC. He is now headed back to the IR for the second time this season, this time with an ankle injury sustained against the Dolphins on Sunday. By the way, Commissioner, how many wins in a row do we have there? Oh, man,
1: that is, let's, on America's team, it's four, about to be number five this week, so let's get it popping.
0: And still won't make Dolphins. You make me a Dolphins fan, just seeing your enthusiasm and seeing the shift from early in the season, this is great. (laughs) So, back to CMC, injured his ankle uh, against the Dolphins on Sunday. This is now his second trip this season to the IR automatically ending his 2021 campaign so good news here i guess is that surgery is not expected to be necessary and he should be ready to play a game or two in 2022 Um, but kind of looking at this from a contract perspective he signed a four-year 64 million dollar extension making him the highest paid running back in nfl history and after signing that he will have played in 10 of 33 games by the end of this season. So if you have the number one pick next season in your <laughs> fantasy league, don't pick CMC.
1: I I do recall having this long conversation in the summer. And again, I remember I almost, almost felt scolded a little when I gave him the injury-prone label. You didn't want to label him that, I remember. But brother, I think it's about time he's earned it. For sure. <laughs>
4: All right, who else
0: you got? <laughs> uh, let's go to the Vikings. Talk about Dalvin Cook. So he's got a shoulder dislocation, which occurred uh, during Sunday's loss to the 49ers. He's expected to miss at least two games. And the hope is that he returns for the Christmas week game on Monday, December 20th with the Bears. But there's mixed reports here. And depending on what you're reading, he either has a torn laborman and separated shoulder or... If you're listening to Coach Zimmer, he doesn't have a labral tear. So here we go. He either has a labral tear or he doesn't. Not sure which, but it's one or the other. Um, So regardless, it doesn't appear to be season-ending. But aside of the dislocation, not really sure where to go with this. Now, there's other reports as well that he's managing a labral tear in his other shoulder. So he's going to have some off-season rehab to do, probably some off-season surgery. But at the moment, we're looking at probably two weeks maybe a little longer right now we're saying one to two weeks.
1: Yeah. Uh, at a crucial time in fantasy anyway, also on football in general, but I don't see, you know, as you mentioned, you got the torn possible torn lay room on one side, possible torn labrum room on the other. Um, how do you expect, I've heard this discussed earlier. How do you, how do you expect giving him a full workload when he comes back um, with two hurt shoulders um, you know, you have to lower the shoulder as a running back to be effective. So, um, you know, not really sure what the Vikings are going to do. But, you know, again, Madison owners, um, we, we remarked about it last night. I said if he's available. Greg was right. He actually was available in our league. I couldn't believe the silly person who dropped him. Um, so if he is available, just check because you never know. Somebody might have been stupid and dropped him in your league. So definitely make that number one waiver claim tonight, if that's the case. What a juicy matchup this week. All right, who else you got?
0: So Debo Samuel went down during Sunday's win over the Vikings with a groin injury. In his words, quote, my groin got kind of tight once I went to make a move. We'll see how it goes. Um, Presently, the story is one to two weeks, not a whole lot yet. Let's wait for today's injury report, maybe get a little bit more information.
1: Listen, when my groin gets tight, I like to see how it goes as well. So I feel you, Debo. Um, but that is a big um, blow, possibly, for the Niners. I mean, he's been so great this year. And, again, horrible time in the, in a fantasy perspective. Um, you know, you're getting coming down the stretch here and playoffs coming. So if it's one, two weeks, maybe three, who knows, does he come back, you know, 100 percent? We'll see. So big injury there. All right.
0: Who else we got? So last week, I was speculating a little bit about Aaron Rodgers' toe, and uh, he had described it as being a little bit worse than a turf toe, and I said, okay, if it's worse than a turf toe, maybe it's a dislocation. In the interim, there's been a little bit more information that came out, and he's saying now that he fractured his toe during his COVID quarantine earlier in the month. Um, I'm kind of curious what the backstory is. If you guys have heard how this happened, but I'm picturing him getting up to pee in the middle of the night and like kicking a wall or kicking a, a toy on the ground. Um, Doc,
4: I believe the clinical uh, diagnosis is vaginitis. I, I Here it comes.
1: Here comes the Karen comment. knew that was coming.
0: So he's been playing according to him, the last three games with pretty much no uh, on field practice. And the plan is to use rest, not surgery to help manage the pinky toe fracture um he's hoping it heals during week 13 by but essentially one week two weeks not sufficient time for a toe to fully heal so even after the bye week he is going to come back less than 100 percent
1: boy again interesting to note um trouble for owners going into again we're going into the stretcher now you know on a bye week this week Um, So we'll see how he manages it and how it comes out. But that's, you know, big news going down the stretch here for fantasy owners. All right. Who else we got?
0: So Ezekiel Elliott, um, you know, clearly banged up. We talked about him managing this knee last week. His early season production really was a whole lot better than his mid-season production. Um, But don't say that he's going to be sitting. He he doesn't want to be hearing that. But I uh, I wouldn't expect him to get as many carries and as many touches as he's been getting. It looks like with the short week coming for the Cowboys that they're going to manage his workload, but I do expect him to go. And I think his words indicate he expects to go.
1: Yeah. And apparently his owner got the, uh, got the whip cracking. Apparently as he said, he's going to have a heavy load on Thursday. So um, get ready. Zeke. All right. Who else you got?
0: DeAndre Swift, the, the word is right now, it's, quote, hard to see him playing Sunday against the Vikings after sustaining a Thanksgiving sprained shoulder, which kept him out of the second half. Uh, and just much like I mentioned a moment earlier, there's not a whole lot to say yet. I'm expecting a little bit more from today's injury report, and I'm curious whether he practices later this week.
1: Yeah, hard to see him going. Um, so Jamal William owners or, again, If someone happened and dropped Jamal Williams in your league, check it out. Um, You know, somebody pick up and uh, put a priority on your waiver wire. All right. Who else do we got there?
0: So Raiders tight end, Darren Waller is now listed as week to week with a sprained iliotibial band. This is the band that runs down the outside of your upper leg, the outside of your thigh. And it helps support all the musculature on the outside. So a sprain there can be pretty hobbling. Um, Raiders don't practice until Wednesday but word is it would be surprising or shocking if he played later this week. People would be
1: surprised how tight that is on a lot of people. So uh, get get a mat, roll it on your thigh or a tennis ball, and trust me, you'll make yourself feel a lot better. All right, who else we got?
0: So Jalen Hurts went down with an ankle injury but did return. According to the Eagles' offensive coordinator – Uh, The team's moving forward with a game plan as if Hertz will be ready, but they're also including conversation with whatever his backup's name is, Gardner Minshew. Is that right? Minshew.
4: Minshew Mania.
0: So uh, it looks like they're they're keeping him included in the conversation. Now noteworthy here, the Eagles do have a Week 14 bye, so. If Hertz is not looking good to go, they may keep that in consideration and say, "Let's give him that second week, two full weeks to recover." Um, not really sure what to say about that. Again, looking to see what Friday practice looks like for him. And and Nick, I think you might have something to add. Yeah, uh, actually, they got,
4: they got they got two buys this season because they play the Jets
1: this week. Right, but um, ching, yeah, no respect. Um, yeah, the bottom line is that's absolutely spot on, though, Nick. As you mentioned, you got a bye week. Um, next week, and you have the Jets this week. Maybe they do uh, roll out Minshew. If they don't, however, juicy matchup for Jalen Hurts if he decides to give it a go. All right, who else we got, Doc?
0: So we've got Pat Fremuth in the concussion protocol.
2: Um,
0: You know, we we got to see how he passes through that and whether he's cleared by an independent neurologist. But that is what it is. Um, and then Dan Arnold set to miss the next four to six weeks with an MCL sprain. So that's all we got for the house call tonight.
1: All right. Indeed. Well, uh, again, we'll have to we'll check in with you later on. Um, and I'm going to announce a little bit on Friday because there's a couple of players like J.D. McKissick um, who went out last night. Um, So kind of want to follow up on him and Randall Cobb. So I'm going to follow up with some injuries and we'll report back on Friday. I know you're out camping this week, so we'll miss you on Sunday. However, I'll definitely give you a call and we'll get some percents to the bench and we'll get you reported on our wake up uh, Sunday morning. So we appreciate you, my brother.
0: Absolutely, my friends.
1: Y'all take care. You too, too, sir. So we're going to take a commercial break. And when we come back, it's time for Champs or Chumps with Zach and Wes. About to bring it. Experts only tonight. Here we go. And we got a little hand. uh, I don't know what's going on in the footsies. All right, here we go. Hey, everyone. It's Commissioner Cooper from TSS Fantasy. We are the fantasy show of the people. And our network, the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network, is no different. So we teamed up with our friends from Manscaped to give back to the people for an exciting holiday giveaway. We want you to look and feel smooth this holiday season. So we're giving away the Manscaped 4.0 Performance Package. And all you have to do is go to our Facebook page at Belly Up Sports, give us a like, and that well-deserved five-star review, and you're entered to win. It's as simple as grandma's holiday pie, and who knows what holiday magic awaits once those ornaments are looking shiny and new again. So what are you waiting for? Give us a like, that well-deserved five-star review, and you could be belly up all holiday season. Belly up indeed. Like Apparently Nick went to go get belly up. All right, let's let's get our let's introduce our guests tonight first let's welcome zach to the studio zach welcome my brother appreciate finally get you on the show it's time for chancellor tumps welcome my brother.
5: hey thank you very much i've been looking forward to this we've been talking about it for weeks now and here we are so thank you i'm glad to be on here i'm excited to play this this fantasy football game of yours see how i can handle myself in the arena
1: I'm sure you can do just fine. Don't worry. We've had racing. We've had basically everybody on here handling baseball. We've had it all. So I'm sure you're going to do great. Let's also welcome to the studio. Wes, we've also been talking for a long time to get you on here. Welcome to the studio, my
3: brother. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm glad we finally were able to get joined up here on a Tuesday night. I don't know what time it is there for you, but I'm a bread man by trade. So it's getting late in the night. So, Zach. I, I heard you were part of the belly-up sports family already, and I'm thinking that I'm – this is rigged already. I'm just saying rigged. I, I like conspiracy theories, and so I'm calling rigged right now. I think uh, me and Nell up here, is just, Phil Anders, is just he's on my side, and that's it.
1: <laughs> What's funny about that is uh, I can play it later, just like a game show. I actually made two, two separate winning things, so you, uh, there's no disputing. I made it a winner thing for both of you guys, so – There'll be no disputing tonight, indeed. All right, let's get it started. I'm excited because this is, again, experts only. We got all the football experts in tonight. This is what we like. It's time for Champs or Chups. Ah. Oh. All right, so you guys know the game. These are players that are outside our top 10. We want to know if you think they'll finish in or out of the top 10, hence champ or chump. That's the name of the game. All right, let's go with round one. Ding, ding. Ryan Tannehill for the quarterbacks. Wes, I'm going to ask you for to give the case for him as a champ.
3: Well, Ryan Tannehill has overcome so many different obstacles in his career you know injuries here in Miami here and there just different things also a backup whenever he got to the Tennessee Titans and he won that job for him from Mariota just out of out of good play I think out of great leadership Uh, and so I think that he'll be able to lead this team into some more victories, and finally into the playoffs again this year. I know he doesn't have a lot of weapons, but that really doesn't matter with Tannehill. His leadership, along with Brable, they'll be able to make a great combination to be able to just take this team to another level. They'll will victories out of this team.
1: <laughs> uh, a will, hey, the will is a big thing indeed. I do. I like that argument a lot, Zach. Let's hear him as a chump.
5: Well, I'll tell you one thing. Yes, with Wes's point on Vrabel, they definitely find ways to will victories. Uh, however, what I will say is you there's comes a point, a breaking point for a team that has most of its star weapons stripped away at this moment. As we saw last week, Ryan Tannehill, only 93 yards passing. And credit, that was against a very stingy New England defense. But it's not like Tennessee is going to have any slouch of a uh, schedule left on its roster. Yeah, it's got the Jags. Yeah, it's got the Titan, the Texans left. But you still have to place the Dolphins, who, hey, you know, they're looking pretty hot right now. Steelers aren't going to give you much room, and nor the San Francisco 49ers. And AJ Brown still has just recently jumped onto his IR three week period. Julio Jones won't be back until after their bye. And Derrick Henry's not there to time the offense. They've still had struggles with the run game, a little more successful last week, but it's not going to be enough to push Tannehill up from fifteen to the top ten. I don't see it happening, I'm afraid. Uh, it'll be a, coming up short mainly because they're just so strapped for cash on anywhere for especially specialty play.
1: Zach, I see what you did there. I, I heard about, I heard you try to suck up to the host and mention the dolphins. I, 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 I you. I, I like how you come in and do that. That's good. Unfortunately, I unfortunately for you, I'm not judging this round. It's all up to Nick. So Nick,
4: who do you got for round one? Well, um, <clears throat> mr. Uh, Wes you said that you're a bread man right yes, sir. well uh, I completely disagree with with your comments uh, yeah. but your bread is buttered With me, my friend, Wes, you win round one.
1: Your friend is buttered indeed with Mr. Flanders. All right. So good job. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. Just We're using butter knives on here. All right, we're good. All right, let's go to round two. We're going to bring the running backs in. Mr. Henderson Jr. Having a great season thus far. Uh, for the Rams got a bit of a quad injury too if we have to bring that up with Doc um, he might actually miss this week that's definitely uh, been discussed but let's talk in the forum or in the realm Zach we're gonna go to you first let's make him a champ
5: Well, you know what? I say that Daryl Henderson is indeed a champ. Here's the thing. Look at Los Angeles as of late. They've been trying to push the ball down the field a lot more, more of a pass-heavy offense. They've lost their way a bit in balance. During against Green Bay, they actually had, Henderson had some of the most carries he's had in the last five games, 16 total for 65 y- yards, and I think that's a trend that they need to continue with, and I know Sean McVay has definitely been asking for answers, especially after his post-game press conference against Green Bay. You're going to see a more balanced attack moving forward. Henderson will be a focal point in refocusing that, and Henderson has had 100-yard games this season. I bet he's going to have a few of those moving down the stretch. They're going to need to lean on the run game to have any success or a chance to get back into the NFC West wildcard race. I'm saying he's a champ at the end of the year. Also, some players, for example, A.J. Dillon, he's going to knock Aaron Jones, I think, down. We saw that this week that he's getting some momentum in that case for numbers and positioning, too. Uh, there are some pieces of the pie. If you will, Derek Henry, for crying out loud, the fact he's still up in the top 10 is amazing. But eventually that's going to slip as well. I think Henderson jumps to the top 10 by the end of the season.
1: Well, good case indeed. Wes, let's make him a jump.
5: Well,
3: I was watching that game. What, what was it, Sunday night? I think it was the game Sunday night or the Sunday late afternoon. Against yeah, the late Packers. afternoon. Yeah, and I, I Googled a name. I'm, 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 I'm on the Google machine. I Googled it, and I looked at the picture that I Googled, and I went, looked at the screen, looked at the picture, looked at the screen, and I said, Daryl Henderson is starting to look like Jerome Bettis. I don't know what it was around his waist. Maybe he was trying to dress for warmth in Green Bay, but he was getting like a little spare tire there. And I'm thinking this guy's gonna slow down. I like Daryl Henderson Jr. a lot. I tried to draft him in a lot of different rooms. And then when they signed Sony Michelle, I said, uh-oh. Because I saw Sony Michelle in the preseason, and Sony Michelle looked like he had something to prove. And I don't know if that's true in the locker room. And you can't, you know, you know how Sean McVay just likes to insert different running backs back and forth, back and forth. But I, I think Sony Michelle has something to prove. And then my one last thing about him being a chump is I have seen, as a Bears fan, I have seen Matthew Stafford over the years have some kind of little magic that he does with the running backs. And the running backs always get hurt whenever they're in his backfield. And and maybe like that passing play that he caught over the middle for a touchdown the other night, Daryl Henderson, bam, he got slapped, bam. And maybe that's just what Matthew Stafford does. So I'm going to say chump because I have three strikes against him and he's out.
1: Nick, um, so we got the case of a spare tire around the belly and a Matt Stafford voodoo curse. On that one. What are your thoughts? Who wins round two?
4: So basically, if I'm hearing you correctly, and I believe I am, um, Wes actually – I mean, Zach actually brought some data and, and some substance to his argument, and uh, Wes just brought humor. As funny as he is, he's wrong. So I'm going <laughs> to go with that.
1: <laughs> All righty. Let's <laughs> – Thanks for the analysis on the judging of the round, Nick. That was great. All right, we're all tied up. It's one to one. We're going to round three. Excuse me. DK Metcalf, we're going to receivers. I mean, again, kind of uh, had an off game last week. Russell Wilson's trying to find his groove a little bit. So he's a little bit outside the top 10. Well, West, we're going to start with you. Let's hear the case for DK Metcalf as a champ.
3: At the beginning of the season, I remember D.K. Metcalf being there in draft rooms, and I was thinking, you know, him or Lockett, him or Lockett, because they're, they're pretty, you know, they're in the same team, same, identical. And then I heard about the new offensive coordinator in Seattle and that all these new route trees were going to be there. They were going to open up the offense. They were going to be teaching things to deep people. And the one thing I've always heard about D.K. Metcalf is he maybe just doesn't study that hard. Maybe he's not going to be able to adjust things. We know DK Metcalf is a physical specimen who, when the ball is thrown to him, he will go up and get it. He will take the ball and he will run very far, right? He'll overpower his matchup. Well, in this precision type of offense, we've seen his steady decline as a fantasy player. And I think with Russell Wilson's finger as well, just not being right. Something just doesn't look right with that. I see DK's target share stay about the same as I've always seen it in the past, maybe a little bit lower because he's not as open. But at the same time, I haven't seen his production go up at all. I think he, what, what do you have, like 19 yards last week or something? Just a really low number. And I think we're just going to continue to see DK Metcalf slip outside of that top 10, especially if Russell Wilson continues to decline as he is this season. Okay, you're making the argument for the other
1: side. Zach, oh, did I? You did. That's okay. Oh, I, 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 we, you made yeah. a good argument
5: for what I
3: was
1: going to do. So. Yeah, that was good. Right? <laughs> this show but, is all about the argument that you make. That's what it's all about. Okay. All right, Zach. Sorry, who, Zach.
3: Who, Sorry, Zach.
1: No worries. I
5: can, I can definitely give you a champ argument for DK Metcalf. It all comes down to the remaining schedule, as well as the desperation that the Seahawks will have here Trust me, with Pete Carroll having his worst season as a Seattle Seahawks head coach since his beginning year in 2011, and the fact that you have, of course, uh, offense coordinator Shane Waldron trying to probably retain his job because it's been this awful since Schottenheimer has left. Yeah, so you're going to have to get Metcalf involved. It was the talk of the town on Monday Night Football that he only had two catches, mostly in the fourth quarter, super late. But the main opponents the Seahawks have open up opportunities at the end of the year. You're going to have in this mix-up, you're going to have the Texans, the Bears, and the Detroit Lions all in this. Yes, you have divisional opponents in the 49ers and the Rams and the Cardinals, but I think that in terms of Seattle, they come to play in these games in divisional opponents, especially against San Fran and L.A. in recent years. Chicago, yeah, they have the sack numbers. They're second in sacks, but really, I'm a Bears fan as well, funny enough, Wes. And if there's one thing I know, if you aren't being covered by Jalen Johnson, you're going to get burned. Kendall Vindor has been terrible as of late. Uh, I mean, they've had Artie Burns come in last week, but still was burned very well, even in that Thanksgiving contest. There are opportunities for Metcalf to jump up from 22. I think there is a slight chance he can get to 10 in the champ section. He will get there at the very bottom, thanks to production from three of those last six games and maybe a little bit in the divisional round, or divisional contest, that is.
1: A champ on the fly argument. That was impressive. Nick, who
2: do you got for round three?
5: Whether you seek adventure, search for answers, break
3: down barriers, or see the world for what it can be, you're
2: just what we're looking for.
3: CIA is searching for women of all skill sets to join the Directorate of Operations and help protect our nation. Visit CIA.gov careers.
4: Well, um, not, only, not only did uh, Zach bring the, the data, he also got an assist from Wes. So uh, you know what? You found out who's your daddy, and uh, it's gonna go to Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, man, who's
1: your who's daddy, your dad? children? <laughs> <laughs> I,
5: mean, I do got have, uh, of course, the icon here. So he's uh, he's uh, catching
1: it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome! All right, well, congratulations! I, it's out there.
5: I saw he's got the Hoosiers.
1: Right. <laughs> It's two to one. It's two to one for Zach. Here we go for round four. All right. We're going to tight end CJ Uziamama at tight end. We're going to hear some good arguments here. I got a good feeling. Zach, I want you to make him a champ.
5: Ooh, CJ Uziamama. Uzumama Uzama. <laughs> I always mix up the name. By the way, that's that's one of those I never get right. Um, I will say, as in terms of those arguing, yes, he has been boomer bust this season. That is very much the case. Either you're going to get a two touchdown performance, or you're going to get, you know, maybe three ish targets a game. However, I think that the matchups do favor in his direction. If you'd say, still got the Baltimore Ravens on the on the plate, which two touchdowns in that contest. Ravens have been able to allow some tight ends to get kind of out. I say the 49ers are also a optimal matchup too. the chargers, you know, it's going to be run heavy, but I think that that'll allow for short targets near the end zone for CJ to go for and tight ends definitely are one of the best options in the red zone to go to. Um, otherwise I would think that, you know, you're able to get say Kansas city pass heavy kind of contest that you can have. I know that there's a lot of play there's a lot of receivers in cincinnati to go to that's why you have this as a champ or chump i would say and he's sitting at 15th because of those opportunities that he hasn't had say t higgins being leaned on or having tyler boyd who's slipped way down in the, into the cracks in fantasy but there are opportunities based on the opponents uh that you can see him get these chances to sneak back up from his 15 spot into the top 10 that's why he's my champ
1: yeah, as you mentioned, the boom—he's been number one tight end like, at least for two weeks. Um, that I can't even recall off the top of my head. Um, so yeah, he's been a definite boom. But like you mentioned, lots of busts as well. Speaking of busts, Wes, let's make
3: him a chump. Chump argument. We all wondered who Gio Bernard leaving town. That was going to open up targets. That was going to open up different things for Gio, uh, for, for Mixon, and that's what it's done. And Mixon has just catapulted up into the elite running back of, of fantasy finally. Finally, we've all been waiting for it, and that's what happened. Those targets have not gone to see Joe he just He's not getting the targets consistently, two or three. Like you said, there's a lot of miles to feed there. And when you mentioned Baltimore, the first thing that comes to my mind, Whenever a tight end seems to boom against teams or a player seems to boom against teams, that's going to be a focal point to be able to take that player away next time and say, Hey, somebody else is going to have to beat us. So CJ Uzama wasn't on the radar when he was booming in the NFL earlier this season. Now he's on everybody's radar. And I think that they say, okay, no more CJ Uzama. I think he's going to have a couple of more good games and making it into the top 10. is not that hard for a tight end, but, C.J. also has plenty of injury history to go along with his career. I don't think that he's going to end up in the top ten just simply because mixing it in the fall weather is going to be a mouth to feed in Cincinnati.
1: Yeah, indeed. Yeah, like I mentioned it last night, um, Joe Mixon, like he's a whole other animal this, this season. So I do agree with you on that totally. Nick, yeah. your thoughts on round four. Who you got?
4: Well, you know, I didn't really completely buy either argument. But, but um, I did. I do believe in the phrase: the difference between a a champ and a chump is you. And Wes, you took round four. Sorry, Zach.
1: <laughs> it's amazing how that works. I don't know how I knew he was going there because somehow it's all tied up, and we're going to the final round. Round. Five! Unbelievable how this happens every week. Now, I know you guys didn't know prior to starting, but you both are Bears fans. So, I did you both a solid. I want to hear some passion and some grind here. I gave you both the Bears D, who's currently 19th ranked in Fantasy. I want to hear an argument for a champ.
3: So, Wes, we'll start with you, sir. Let's hear it. Bears champ. That's easy. It's just getting to be bare football weather right now. That's what it is. And when, I don't know if you guys remember the 85 Bears and the historic season and the best defense that ever played in the NFL. And the snow was falling down during the playoffs. And they were just smacking the Rams around. They were just doing all kinds of things to the opponents. That's what's going to happen again this year. I know that Mac is not there, but Mac is a leader inside that locker room. The Bears defense has come to play each and every week. They understand, especially with a rookie quarterback or even, I, I love, how they're playing for the Red Rifle right now. The whole team kind of seems to go around him, and I think that he is actually somebody the defense really loves to play for. Whether it's him, whether it's the rookie quarterback, they're all going to be out there playing their tails off to be able to make a big, passionate play for the playoffs, which they're not ruled out of yet. It's coming. It's, it's, it's right around the corner, baby. but it's not yet. And they're going to give it all their effort to try and get them there. So I love the Bears defense coming up, especially over the next couple of weeks. I think they can finish in the top 10 just out of sheer heart.
1: Yeah, um, I will say I think the opposing defenses certainly get up for the red rifle. I will agree with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go, Zach. It's your time now. Let's hear your case for them as a champ.
5: Ah uh, for them, as a champ, well, if I'm talking a champ for the this squad. Simply put, it's just the sack numbers. You know the fact that the Bears are able to are getting this much pressure this year. Last year they were in such a slump, and I know Mac was injured for part of the year. Obviously, later on it came out that Robert Quinn was also having to deal with injury, and it shows he's healthy this season. He's been getting around corners and forcing holding calls on him consistently. He's number four in sacks right now, which a Bears player has not finished top five in some time in sacks. I saw this today since Richard Dent, the great himself the Hall of Famer. So talk about a performance right now. Quinn was signed to a massive deal, massive disappointment. He has helped turn favors around, even with Khalil Mack, which is blown by my expectations. And the Bears are able to generate what they can with that. Pressure helps with any other facet of the game, especially in the passing department. Yes, I mentioned earlier about the weaknesses with Kendall Bledore and Artie Burns being that guy across from Jalen Johnson. But if you're able to get those sacks more and more, you're able to generate a bit more points by that way as well. I mean, when you're second there, that helps a lot with your fantasy numbers. And that can help with turnovers too, which the Bears are going to get an uptick, I think, from some matchups, including Seattle and New York that they have left on their docket. I think that they're able to get pressure against Minnesota. They'll probably split some, and that's going to be because they can get to that backfield and force some sort of turnovers. Trust me, Robert Quinn's going to get some sort of strip sacks here during the remainder of this six-game stretch. And that will help them get upwards to the top ten. That's why I think they're gonna be champs.
1: All right. That was that was great argument. Normally, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give some respect to Nick because Nick normally I pick the winner. That's why that's how we end up doing the round five. But tonight, sir, you are gonna be hosting Fantasy Family Feud on Friday. So I'm gonna leave it up to you, sir. You pick tonight's winner. Who do you think won? Champs or chumps?
4: Well, I was surprised that n- neither one of you mentioned one of the best bears on defense, and that's Roquan Smith. Ooh. Nobody said Roquan Smith. Yeah. I was shocked. And then, so you know, uh, West, you are you are very very funny. But <laughs> Zach Daddy, Zach Daddy, brought the noise, brought the thunder, and Zach Daddy, you are tonight's winner of Champs I'm, I'm, or Chumps. I'm,
5: Oh, all, right. all right.
4: Alright, it's a little it's the Zack Daddy's a little weird,
1: but congratulations, Zach. We are the champion,
3: my friend And we we'll keep on fighting. Love it. In West
1: West just for right now. Hey man, just want to let you know that
5: sometimes you gotta shut the fuck up. You gotta shut the fuck up. And this current time is just one of those times you gotta shut the fuck up. I don't
2: think you're a bad person. I just don't want to hear you talking anymore. You gotta
4: shut the fuck up. Zach looked a little surprising with that.
1: And of course, <laughs> the best, the best, the best award in all of fantasy football. For the
4: week. Was that a turd sandwich? Is, <laughs> what, is that what that was? South <laughs> Park All right, turd so turd
1: champs, champs or chumps, both of you, of course, get your screen time. So let's give it up to the winner first. Zach, tell all of our listeners where they can find you and all your great stuff.
5: Well, guys, here's where you can find me. Look for me at at grid gallery pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all your social content. Also, we're on YouTube at gridiron gallery. Look up the podcast there for any video versions. And we're available on every podcast platform. You can find us on, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it. Look it up. We're on it. Uh, And then I'm also dealing, of course, the fourth and four, which is part of the belly up pregame show. That is from 10 to 11 a.m. on Sunday mornings. We'll give you all the stuff that you need in Definitely our quarters here. News, betting odds, fantasy pickups, and our own picks of the week from our top games. You name it, we got it. Tune in for this coming week as well as me and the cast from Hilo Sports will be doing another edition. You don't want to miss it. And thanks, by the way, for Wes with me in the competition. I'm good to meet you, by the way. And nice to meet another fellow Bears fan in the wild as well.
1: Indeed. Wes, appreciate you uh, uh, going through all of that. And again, here is your time to let our, our listeners know where to find you and all your great content.
3: Well, I usually host experts. I'm just going to tell you that right now, over at Fantasy Impact Today at FI Today with a little underscore over on Twitter. You could uh, it's it's on all the platforms and everything like that. We do a DFS Dreamer podcast. Also, I I do a podcast with Rob Norton about the Baby Bowl, which is a, a great competition that he puts on every year. That's for uh, uh, just donating money to charity, also gets donations to winners. So we do that Baby Bowl podcast over at Fantasy Mm -hmm. Impact today. And I do pick and pick skin winners, like you talked about, on Aaron Torres Media, which is a new company that's getting started up. And Aaron Torres, of course, he's a big name on Fox, Fox Radio and everything like that. And he's brought us on over there to do pick and pick skin winners. And I have a new host each and every week to go on there with me. And we just pick the games, NFL games against the spread. Uh, That's what we do. We have a lot of fun over there.
1: Awesome. Well make sure if you if you guys got got time, please go check both these great podcasts out, both these great hosts. We appreciate you guys coming in. It's always a lot of fun and hope you guys enjoyed it tonight.
3: Thank you. Appreciate you Thank having you me.
4: Much.
1: Appreciate Wes, you,
4: are, you are a funny man, sir. Wes, you are funny.
1: Wes Thank you Larry. are you are funny indeed. We do appreciate you. And Zach, you're pretty funny yourself, man. What do yes. you what are you try? I try. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we'll get to poke fun at ourselves. We're going to talk about all the things we got wrong, last we got, week. got wrong. <laughs> we'll be right back. Thanks, guys. From TSS Fantasy, as you know, I am a jokester. But one of the things I'm serious about is the health of my
3: car. When my car is not working properly, I take it to the auto clinic in St. Cloud, Florida. Anytime my brakes or AC needs to be repaired, or I just need general maintenance,
5: I take it directly to the auto clinic, where they take care of all my auto needs. They are a complete auto repair shop. If you need repairs done to your vehicle,
1: the auto clinic is the place. It can be found at 1524 13th Street, St. Cloud, Florida, 34769, and you can call them at 407-892-8104 to schedule an appointment. You can trust the folks at Auto AutoClinic that you can trust I'm about to have
3: another snack break.
1: All righty let's talk about all the things we got wrong last week. you so
3: dumb you so dumb I can tell right now ain't no good for me I think-
1: What'd you say next? Sorry I, I clicked you off there. I said that was entertaining that was a good time. Yeah, that was good. Although, I don't know, even though I wrote that in the thing, I don't think he remembered that uh, he was going to get the Shut the Fuck Up song. I don't think he appreciated it too yeah, much Hey, you know what? Oh, well, welcome to the show. All right, here we go. Let's talk about the Ultimate Team Contest. And let me tell you right now, that was the most embarrassing um, showing for myself all season long i have not went under 100 yet and this week i did indeed 88.2 points i had lamar kind of you know he did okay but then christian mccaffrey jonathan Ooh. Taylor, okay um you know had adams had cup uh dalvin cook with the injury darren waller with the injury and then i tried to get sneaky with the bears d that didn't do me any favors at all um so for this week, indeed, you know, this is me for the ultimate team. Come on.
0: When you want an easy way to feel like a chef in your own home, try Blue Apron's two and four serving menu plans so you're always cooking something new and enjoying fresh seasonal ingredients. Choose from an ever-changing mix of premium recipes, chef favorites, family-friendly options, WW recommended, and more. Get $130 off across your first six orders, plus your first order ships free when you visit blueapron.com slash blue culinary.
1: Now, Mr. Flanders, you finished in number two. So um, your team actually you put Jalen Hurts in at quarterback, which didn't do you any favors. Uh, but the big savior for your team was Debo Samuel uh, with 19.8. So it was a good call there. Um, Devontae Adams in your flex and Gronk as your tight end. Um, you know, Nick Folk, you know, had a great game as a kicker. So good job on those. Um, the juice is loose. He was the one this week, though, that did take it. Um, Josh Allen was the big, um, uh, the big thing for him with twenty eight point seven points at quarterback. Uh, pretty much put him over the top with that. Everything else, you know, Mark Andrews did what Gronk did. Uh, Patriots D also kind of set the tone for him as well. So congratulations, Juice, on your ultimate team this week. You, my friend, take home the glory of absolutely nothing. All right, let's bring up now our starts and sits. Um, so you know. I did okay with some of the starts. Russell Wilson, um, 19.5 points. A.J. Dillon, 15. But D.K. Metcalf, and we were just talking about him, 1.3 points. Not very good as a stardom. Um, and, again, the Bears D uh, didn't show up at all uh, with four points there. So not so good there. And then on my sit I mean, you could pretty much put these guys in as a as starting lineup, and you'd probably win most matchups. So I'm not really sure if I knew what I was talking about at all this week. Um, but I wasn't the worst, so I don't earn it there. We got Matt Stafford. I put his sit at a good week. Miles Gaskin as a sit <laughs> a good week, but that's Miles Gaskin. He's up and down. We know how that goes. DJ Moore, you know, okay, up and down. Uh, but, you know, he had an okay game. He had that one bomb, but that was pretty much it. Um, Dawson Knox, the number one tight end of the week. <laughs> so it's not really quite a sit him. And Steelers wow. D, I was right with the sit him there. I wasn't really feeling your uh, domination over the Bengals when you were bringing that up last week. All right, now who do you got? Let's bring up your stardom and sit Talk about your stardom and sit Nick.
4: Wow, wow, wow. Uh, well, uh, I didn't do so good, no. Uh, I got Jalen. Jalen hurt so good, uh, had a 9.9. 9. Uh, Antonio Gibson, all right, got 16.6, not too bad. I really bombed with uh, Chris Godwin. You know, uh, Juice had him as a sit-em. I had him as a stardom. And I tried to get cute. And, well, uh, it was like uh, lipstick on a pig. Not cute at all. Um, also, I had Gronk in there at my tight end. And my Iggles um, just fell flat. My sits, not too terrible. With the exception, I had Tannehill at 9.1. But, man, I mean, I... I try to get really cute, and I failed. Leonard Fournette as my sit. Oh, he didn't do too bad. He only got a 37.1. Uh, A.J. Brown had a zero, which was correct. Colts, 8.5. Actually, Jared Cook, 8.5. And my Colts came up at a 2.0 on defense. So uh, not too terrible all around, but I, I did have two stinkers with Godwin and Fournette.
1: Um, and let's also – A.J. Brown um, didn't play, so that wasn't quite um, – Well,
4: when we, when you, when you asked for the starts and sits, he was still going to play. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm not putting in players who have been out for two weeks. Like, somebody on this panel.
5: That
1: is true. I got to give it to you on that one indeed. All right, but for the juice – My friend, you are the one that's going to get it this week because, sir, for your start, this is just starting lineup. Cam Newton, 8.2. This is his starts, uh, Swift, 0.9. Pittman, 5.3. Pitts, 2.6. He did have an okay one with the Ravens D with 11. But, sir, that is probably the worst bunch of starts I've seen in a while. So, you've earned it this week, sir. Come on. Thank you.
4: You know what i think he's tied with the with the jefter for the dumbass of the week
1: <laughs> we might have to roll the tape on that one <laughs> <laughs> wow that's that's, that's actually uh, very interesting um all right there was a couple things that were brought up so let's go uh, over some quick news <music> So a lot of the stuff was already covered with Dr. Miller. I just want to bring in a couple quick notes that we saw pop up. Daniel Jones with a strained neck. Um, actually, his status is still to be announced for this week. So be be wary of that. And if you can stream, I'm sure you can't really stream them at this point, but that will, will vault up the Dolphins' defense um, a lot because it's already kind of vaulted up to me with this matchup. Um, so if he doesn't go um, big effects all the way around, especially to Barkley as well. Um, so just something to keep note of as the week comes on. Also something to take note of. We talked about this last night, Taysom Hill. Sean Payton is saying we're going to see how he does Wednesday. So it's not a definite that he's going to go or not. So, um, you know, again, maybe, you know, I know the waiver wire is out tonight. So if you've got a top waiver claim for him, Might want to temper that uh, because he's still talking about not even going with him. Um, So we'll see exactly how that plays out um, in any event. So anyway, I don't know if you've heard anything about that, Nick, but your thoughts on Taysom Hill possibly, maybe
4: playing. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Like I said, (laughs) we talked about last night. I said he's best situationally. He doesn't do well um, as a whole game going in, but – You know, he's got to do better than Trevor Simeon uh, because Trevor Simeon has not been playing well. So, again, I I would find somebody else. I would would try and find somebody else. Taysom Hill would be like my fifth, sixth option at this point because, you know, there's somebody out there on the waiver wire. Hell, uh, Roethlisberger is on the waiver wire. I'd still take him over Taysom Hill. And as much as a Roethlisberger fan I am, I have more faith in him at this point than I do Taysom Hill.
1: I'm sorry, did you say Ben
4: Roethlisberger? (laughs) Why? He's on the waiver wire. He's better than Taysom Hill. I uh,
1: just had to just had to throw that out. It just oh, started, I know it felt right right there. That little womp sound sounded. Why does it, it not,
4: not feel right? Is, is my question. <laughs>
1: All right, we got to uh, we got a busy week this week, so we do have, of course, a Thursday night game. We got to talk about big one indeed, where we got Dallas um facing the Saints. So let's do a quick Thursday
3: night breakdown. breakdown break
1: Just in time. So Taysom Hill, we just talked about that. You know, that's something that is of note for this matchup. If there is no Taysom Hill on the Saints side, I personally, I just don't give them a shot in Hades for this matchup. Um, you know, th- um, when Dallas goes, um, excuse me, when Dallas apparently, from what I'm hearing, that Amari Cooper um, is going to be back off of COVID. They do expect him to be back. CD Lamb will also be back. And we just talked about Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, sorry, that is one of the Christmas reefs going off singing Christmas carols. Um, And we talked about Ezekiel Elliott's um, uh, go-ahead and uh, playing a full workload according to Jared Jones. So, um, you know, again, all systems go for Dallas, and you have the Saints team that's kind of reeling – um, to be quite frank, and I think the last I saw, Dallas was favored by four and a half or three and a half for this matchup. Um, which I do like them um, um against the spread in that. Um, because again, you're they're all systems go. This deep Saints defense, I don't think was as good as we thought was advertised either. Um, and especially with this with Dallas going on all cylinders. Um, Nick, what are your thoughts on this game? Do you have any sleepers, and who do you really like fantasy wise in the matchup?
4: All right. Well, um, going back, let's see. The uh, Dallas right now is favored at minus four and a half, and the over under is forty seven and a half. So, so they're not. So, so the sharps are not looking for a very uh, high vaulted high, high scoring, game, yeah, yeah, high high scoring game. Uh, I don't know. I mean, according to the latest injury report, uh, Amari Cooper is out. Cedric Wilson is questionable and on the Saints side Arvin, Alvin Kamara is questionable so if Alvin Kamara does come back that's going to really uh, jump start that Saints offense and I would feel a little bit better about playing Taysom Hill because it's not going to be all on him because we know as we've seen Ingram just hasn't been able to to carry the load there down in down in uh, New Orleans. So uh, as far as sleepers goes, um, no real sleepers, maybe Tony Pollard. I would, I'd go Pollard because um, they said, you know, uh, the medical staff says Zeke should sit. Uh, Jerry Joe says, well, it's my money. I'm going to play with him with the way I want. So, you know, hell with his health, you know? So, uh, so he, so he said, he's going to go, go play um Zeke I should if I'm Zeke I'm like look my knees a little banged up you don't need me to win this week let me sit out be and be helpful for the for the playoffs because as we know as we know the number one thing that gets in Dallas's way is Dallas Cowboys <laughs> they get they can't get out of their own way so if they want to win win a Super Bowl take a step back just rest a little bit but um, as far as everything else goes, It could be a field goal game and uh, Zerline could. I'm gonna say Zerline is gonna be your sleeper,
1: (laughs) Nick. Pulling out the kickers for you that's the that's that's when you're getting in depth fantasy analysis when the kicker is a sleeper in the matchup.
5: Um, on the other
1: side, I think a good it's not even a sleeper, but you know, to me, depending on who starts, if it's Trevor Simeon. Um and you know from what I understand, um, Alma Kamara is going to be a go this week. So, um, you know, either way, um, I still like Cowboys defense in this matchup. Um, either way, but it's interesting that you're bringing up Taysom Hill if and, and if he goes and Mark Ingram, you know, he's ready. They could potentially run a very decent Wildcat type offense down the down the end of New Orleans. So, if they wanted to set it up that way. Possibility because they're going to have you know again, Taysom Hill. You have uh, Mark Ingram and you have Alvin Kamara, all all able to run the football. So it could be interesting, nonetheless. We'll uh, see how I
4: think Dallas has been proven to stop the run this season. It's just against the pass that's that they've been they've been not very good on. And who do you trust to throw the ball, Trent Simeon or Hill?
1: right I mean probably neither but Taysom Hill again gives you all that running so you know that will again we'll see how it goes nonetheless but again I like all systems go for this Dallas team I like Dak I like Amari I like CD Lamb and I like Zeke um depending again but you mentioned watch out for Tony Pollard if they end up watching the carry so that'll be uh but and on the Saints side you know again depending on the quarterback you know I'm not really big on any receivers on that side But Alvin Kamara, you got to start him if he's a go. Mark Ingram could be a decent matchup too. We'll see how that sets up. So anyway, that's our Thursday night breakdown. Nick, we appreciate you. I appreciate you coming in tonight. Don't forget, guys, check us out on Friday. We're going to do a fun fantasy family feud. This is going to be Nick's show on Friday. His first time being the host and having controls. I'm a little scared. It's like a little baby or excuse me, a dad uh, handing over the baby to the babysitter for the first time going out or something. Kind of what it feels like, so I'm a little nervous, but I know Nick can handle it, so it'll be fun. Uh, we're going to do a fun fantasy family feud with me against Mrs. Mary Jane Esquire. She's going to bring her fantasy knowledge, and uh, Nick's going to bring some other fun stuff, I'm sure, to the table, so I'll be excited to see that. All right, guys. So, again, check us out on Friday. Don't forget, check out tssfantasy.com. All of our current rankings are out. Go check those out.
4: And we appreciate you. We are out. Thank you, TSS family. We love you.